Hello, and welcome to the Promenade Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Reyes, and yes, this is a brand new episode of the podcast. Welcome to episode 32, Cosplay in the Era of COVID. Now, I originally recorded this episode with my guest back in August, and unfortunately, things happened that I'm probably going to be going into in another episode of the podcast. So, I apologize, because I know a lot of people were waiting for this episode. So, sit back and relax and enjoy this discussion about cosplay in the era of COVID. Okay, well, thanks for doing this, um, because I've been noticing no one's really been talking about cosplay in the age of COVID. Yeah, it's interesting, and it's it's been kind of an adjustment. I think a lot of people have been going, well, like, I go to conventions, there are no conventions, what do we do? So it's been a, definitely a transition for sure. But I mean, at least for me, like I know what I've done and I've seen what other people have done, which has kind of been a different route. But yeah, it at least for me, it's been, how do I put it, a huge difference, uh, especially for me because I do charity cosplay work. So I go to hospitals, I go to like homeless shelters, I go to things like that in cosplay give gifts to kids and things like, and kids at heart, as I call them. Uh, You can't really do that now because, you know, going to hospitals is probably not the best idea. Yeah. Both the cosplayer and the patients. So what we've been doing um, is actually been pretty interesting. So I work with kids in cosplay and what we've been doing is we've been doing virtual visits. So say uh, there's a kid in need or a kid in a hospital and you still want to visit them, you still want to give them gifts and stuff, only this time it's via Zoom. So we'll schedule like a little like 20 to 30 minute visit with them, which is nice because we get to hang out with the kids longer now. And the kids can ask you anything they want, you can read stories to them, you can still give them gifts, only this time we now ship the gifts to the family or to the hospital to give to that certain room. And that has been really enlightening and also really interesting because you usually get the like, oh, well, Princess Jasmine, how do you have Zoom in Agrabah? <laughs> Magic. Magic. Yeah. Well, uh, I had that asked me and I was like, oh, well, this was my my one wish to get to talk to you. Uh, one of my wishes to get to talk to you. And so Jeannie busted out this weird like, like book thing that lights up and stuff. <laughs> So yeah, it's it's been a lot a lot of fun. I've also seen people who um, will have pe- kind of the same thing, but you like pay to have them like sing for you and things like that. And so I don't necessarily do that because I was lazy. <laughs> <laughs> but still getting to kind of cosplay while in the comfort of your own home is it's it's weird, but it's still nice. Okay, so uh, well, for those of you wondering, that was Ichel Perez. So, Ichel, if you can just introduce yourself to everyone. 
Yeah, so my name is Ishan Perez. You can find me on Mind Goddess on pretty much anything. Um, I'm Mayan. <laughs> but no, I do um, cosplay charity work with Kids Can Cosplay. I also stream on Twitch. Um, I do charity events through there. Um, you can also find my cosplay work on Twitch. Uh, so Instagram, I'm Mayan.Goddess. Um, on Twitter and Twitch, I'm Goddess underscore. Facebook, I'm Goddess Cosplay because clearly... I don't know how to pick names <laughs> that are the same everywhere. Uh, but I do predominantly do charity work and I do my best to at least use my cosplay as an influence to do good things and inspire other people. So if anybody's interested in doing that as well, please let me know. Um, you can also contact um, Kids Can Cosplay at kidscosplay.org and find out how you can help out the community with your cosplay there. And also joining me is Eric Allen Hall. Hello. If you, if you can introduce yourself to everyone. Yeah, absolutely. I am also a charity cosplayer. I'm part of a group called Heroic. Uh, we're based out of Salt Lake City, Utah. I am a huge fan of the Las Vegas Star Trek convention. I go almost every year. Uh, this year is kind of an exception due to COVID so far. Uh, I am also in the... Salt Lake Comic Convention Fan X Cosplay Hall of Fame as well. <gasps> I have about 180 cosplays, I think. So it's it's a huge part of, of who I am and what I do. And if you've never been to Fan X in Salt Lake City, you have to go. I went last year, and I was just impressed by the level of cosplay that I saw from everyone. Yeah, it's it's a big convention. It's not quite as big as Emerald City. We were talking about that a little bit. Uh, about 150,000 most years. And of course it was uh, canceled this year. Uh, it will be going on in September of uh, 2021. I want to go to that one. I'll have oh, to put yeah. that on my calendar for next year. So um, as Eric brought up this as we're recording, today would have been the first day of STLV 2020, mm -hmm. the Voyager 25th. And the topic for this episode is cosplay in the current era, the COVID era, and what it will be like post-COVID. So I guess I want to start off by asking, in the before times, before COVID, if, there, if you can go through like one cosplay that one of your that you're known for, how would you go about preparing for that in the before times? Oh, <laughs> uh, so I'm known for Wonder Woman. Uh, I, anytime I go to a convention, they're like, are you bringing Wonder Woman? Are you going to do Wonder Woman? And for that, it's a lot of like, like laying on tights, laying on the armor, laying on like all this makeup um, and kind of getting the hand sanitizer ready. Um, even then, back then, because like, I hug people, I hug people all the time. And I hug a lot of kids, and a lot of kids will sneeze on me. And so like, the you would get like the con crud, which was normal. But it wasn't you like you didn't really think back then, like, okay, well, yeah, this con crud's gonna suck for about two, three days, and but I'll be fine. Uh, whereas, like, now it's like, okay, Concrete is not just Concrete anymore. 
And I found that a lot of my costumes involve using gloves. So like Mr. Data, I'll do makeup on my face, but I'll wear white gloves. Or a Green Goblin has gloves. Or Mr. Incredible has gloves. Green Lantern has gloves. So I have never, I, I go to a lot of conventions. I do a lot of events and I have never had the con crud. I am absolutely taking COVID seriously. When things first started to happen, I figured, well, since I didn't get con crud because most of my cosplays involve using gloves, I started to wear gloves at work and I've, I've been healthy. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I know with, um, with Kids in Cosplay, we're about to start doing physical events really soon, like starting this Saturday, actually. And because they're, we're, because they're nonprofit, they take, they're like, we're going to take every safety precaution. Like if you have a cosplayer that, or if you have a cosplay that has a helmet or comes with a mask, please wear those, um, or gloves, please wear those. If you don't have those, we'll, we'll provide masks, uh, we'll provide those gloves. But if, if you have, if you have to, uh, please wear a mask with it. If you want to make it theme, that's great. If not, we'll have plenty for you, uh, and which is, I, f I feel like that's going to be a standard level. Like you're, I feel like there's going to be a lot more of like Iron Man, like uh, Mortal Kombat characters, people that have their face coverings as part of the costume. Yeah, I, I do Ghost Rider. So I've got a full <gasps> gold mask that, that goes on. And then I've got uh, kind of a flame... Uh, piece on the top as well in gloves of, of course uh, we're, Heroic is also going to start doing more uh, in-person events we have canceled everything since uh, the lockdown started but we are planning to do an event for a make-a-wish child who loves Superman so I'm going to come as Superman I have a, a mask that I made with the, the Superman logo all over it. So it'll match the outfit. I also have, a, I do Batman. I've got a Batman mask that uh, my friend made for me. So there are, there are ways you can work into it. Yeah, actually seeing a lot of cosplayers, cause we make stuff, right? Seeing a lot of cosplayers kind of supporting each other and making masks for each other and seeing a lot of cosplayers that usually do commissions that now can't have been doing a lot of like themed masks, which has been really interesting. So one of my friends said, Hey, I made this Wonder Woman mask. Do you want it? And I was like, yes. And they was like, Oh yeah, you just premiered an Elsa. Hey, we, we just made one with like a bunch of Olaf's. Do you want that? And I was like, yes. So it, it, and especially in the Star Trek community, because I do want to mention that so much because I was so sad about this weekend. Um, seeing the Star Trek masks with the logo in the corner has been the highlight of this entire situation. And my favorite is like the ones where like they have like, they have the, uh, the rank on it as well. So you'll see like the two and a half pips on it in the corner too. I'm like, <laughs> I, I've got one like that that a friend made for me. Oh, that's so great. Well, what are some of the issues that you both experience or her, have heard from other fellow cosplayers right now, given all of the restrictions with COVID-19? One thing I can mention here locally, uh, we've got a, a club uh, that hosted a monthly cosplay karaoke night. 
And it, the cover charge always went to a charity or a family in need. We haven't been able to hold that since uh, February. And uh, it's, we're, we're, we're missing that. Uh, we did some virtual Zoom meetings uh, to get together on the night that it would have been just to, to kind of share what we're doing. Uh, there is a very active Facebook page, a couple pages. Uh, there is Cosplay Utah on Facebook, as well as the, the FanX Cosplay page. And people post about projects they're working on, uh, masks they've created. So at least virtually, we're able to stay in contact with each other that way. That's good. Um, I've seen kind of good and bad things. So I've seen it where um, people have been hosting like meetups, like and they'll do like theme meetups every week or so where like, they were like, Hey, we're going to do a Harry Potter theme. So people will like whip up like a Harry Potter cosplay or bust out one that they already have and kind of keep that spirit alive. It's not quite the same, but at least there is that kind of connection. Um, on the flip side though, uh, I have also seen people who have uh, tried to take it to their advantage or push their limit by saying like, Oh, well, it's part of my costume. My costume doesn't wear a mask. Therefore, I can go around in public without a mask. It's no big deal. And so I've seen kind of on the flip, like both sides of that, where you're just going, please don't. Like, <laughs> there's just so, like, so many questionable things. Um, and I've also seen it where, like, people will try and, yeah, yeah, push the boundaries and try and say, well, I've missed this so much. So I'm going to go ahead and risk my health. And it, it's almost kind of like you kind of have to decide, hey, do I want to hang out with these people or do I want to say, hey, I, I'll wait. I, I know in my case, I was in the hospital pretty early on. Uh, and so I was immunocompromised and seeing invites saying like, hey, we wanted to wish you well and we're close. So it should be OK. And I'm going, I, I, I can't risk it. it. It's just not safe. Of uh, uh, friends uh, who is in the the same uh, cosplay group that I am, uh, a, a friend's mother passed away due to COVID complications, and I have several friends who have been found to be positive, and they've had to self quarantine. Uh, professionally, I am a government contractor, and I provide training for the Centers for Disease Control. So I am first in line to say wear a mask. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and social distance until this thing is over. Yeah. And the good thing that to kind of stress to everybody, um, cosplay or not, is that it is a temporary thing that we are going through. But by doing the, the taking the necessary precautions, we can get through it and we can get through this temporary phase quickly and get back to the things that we know and love. Um, so as long as we take those precautions, do the social distancing, wearing your mask, sanitizing your hands, washing your hands, we can get through this. Well, I have a, a question. Well, I, I, Joe, I know your answer to this, but I'm going to ask Eric first. So next month, there is no FanX, but what are your thoughts about people who decide to meet up at the Salt Palace to get pictures taken in cosplay at the Salt Palace, the dates that FanX would have been held? I have heard some people suggesting that. And I 
as much as I love cosplay, as much as I love charity cosplay, uh, our group would, we had a monthly reoccurring appointment to go to the Ronald McDonald house and to the primary children's hospital. And of course, with that going on, we, we can't do that right now. We don't want to put people who are immunocompromised at risk. Uh, and that's a lot of who we deal with is, is children who are sick, uh, families who are sick, um, individuals with muscular dystrophy, uh, a lot of different charities we support in visits. And again, I totally get the desire to be social, the desire to to get together in cosplays, to get together with the Avengers or the X-Men or the Justice League and, and all go and cosplay together. Um, and I, I have seen people posting pictures from photo shoots that they've done in small groups or individually with uh, social distancing in mind. And I think in small groups like that or one-on-one with a photographer that you're at least six feet away from, I could maybe see, but... I really don't feel comfortable yet in getting together in a large group in cosplay just to take pictures. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, you may be young and healthy, but you can be a carrier and expose other people in other facets of your life at home, at work, uh, your neighbors, and they could become very sick, they could die, they could recover and still have long-lasting complications from it. So it, it's not worth it to me. Yeah, we had um, a similar situation with San Diego Comic-Con, or Comic-Con at Home, as it was called this year. Uh, and I actually had to kind of make an announcement saying like, hey, if you live in San Diego, and you're comfortable doing like one-on-one or you're practicing social distancing, props to you, go ham. But if you're coming from out of town or if you're coming from a immunocompromised situation, say like you have um, a mother or father who lives with you at home who is immunocompromised or things like that, don't. Just save your money, stay home. Uh, Like Eric said, one-on-one photo shoots or photo shoots that do adhere to that social distancing is fine, but traveling from like, say, California to Colorado or Utah or New York, where like, we're trying to take care of our situation and trying to practice social distancing, having out-of-towners is probably not the best idea to kind of combat um, this illness. So it's, (laughs) it's tempting it's very tempting as tempting as it may be um being able to be healthy and alive without the complications without the long-term after effects of this this virus is probably more important than a picture as as much as i hate to say it like you got to put your health first well i remember as I said, I was going to go to Emerald City, and when they canceled it, you saw on the Emerald City Facebook page that people were going to the Washington State Convention Center. It's cosplaying, getting pictures taken back in March before anyone really knew what was going on. Yeah, and and there were there were scenarios of that in San Diego as well, where like people were getting featured on CNN and stuff, and I'm just going. Oh, please keep your mask on. Please, please keep your mask on. Like, just, uh. and then there were the same thing where people were saying, like, oh yeah, we traveled from 
like we already had our tickets so we just we went anyway we're here visiting from minnesota um just to get a picture in front of hall h and you're going please don't please don't please don't when the lockdowns first started to happen and nothing was going on, I went through some of my photos and any photo I could find that would have anything to do with social distancing. I edited and I posted on my Facebook and on my Instagram uh, saying, please social distance, uh, be like Iceman, chill at home, uh, yes. be like Nightcrawler, uh, Bamf somewhere else. Uh, just, uh, I did about uh, 35 of my cosplays that I could stretch somehow into a pun around encouraging people to social distance and to wear a mask. Uh, be like Batman, brood over your city in solitude. You know, things like that, just to encourage people to adhere to social distancing and wearing a mask. Yeah, I, I think for me, one of the things I would say is like, hey, one uh, woman's hanging out in Themyscira keeping um, her people safe, like, what are you doing to combat it? Uh, things like that. Or like taking like, oh yeah, Malef, uh, like dresses Maleficent. and I'm like, hey, I'm hanging out in my forest, staying safe from all the craziness that's going on in town or something like that. Be like Superman, stay in your fortress of solitude. Yes. <laughs> that's where we are now. Where do you see cosplay in a post-COVID era, it, once they, they figure out a treatment or a vaccine? Do you see us going back to normal or do you see, see some of these precautions still in place? I saw a meme when things first started. Uh, and you probably remember the TV show Monk with Tony Shalhoub. Uh, somebody posted once saying, uh, Monk is sane now, something like that. Because in the show, he's always about washing hands and staying away from people. And it seemed funny and comedic to have that. But that is a survival instinct now. And I hope that we develop a vaccine. I hope things return more to normal. I think people need each other. I, I, that, that's one big reason we're cosplayers. I think that's one big reason we do charity cosplay mm -hmm. is we like together to get together in groups and use our cosplay to help people, to help kids, to bring smiles to people's faces. And, and conventions. Uh, a couple of years ago at FanX, we had this huge 30-people group of X-Men characters. It was fantastic just to get together to do that. And we had planned uh, another photo shoot, but with COVID, we, we had to cancel that. And I would love to be able to get back to what the old normal was and get together in groups and get together with 150,000, 200,000 people at conventions and get back to the way things were. I think people need that. I think people miss that. I think that's why people are going and taking photos, are ignoring what's going on um, just to be with each other. And while I absolutely feel that, it's not something we can really do right now. We need to wait until things get better to get back to that. Yeah, I think it's going to be a, a bit of a, a transition for sure. Um, I think at least for cosplayers, I've seen a lot of photo shoots where people are wearing more like helmets and things like that. 
And that's going to be probably what you see predominantly, especially in like the months to come as restrictions start to loosen and conventions may start happening, or at least the gatherings, you're going to see a lot of that, or at least I hope that's what's going to happen. And then eventually we'll start to be able to, as we move forward, get to like being able to be closer together and eventually be able to take the mask off together. Um, but yeah, like Eric said, we, we like being together. That's why we do these things. <laughs> so it, I, I'm really hoping that it, it does, that this transition period is a short one. Because as much as I like getting to reach people from home with like, and essentially being like PJs and a wig, <laughs> it, it's, not, it's not something that I imagine doing the rest of my life. So I'm hoping that it, it, it's going to be a lot of masks, a lot of helmets, a lot of gloves, a lot of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of Spider-Man and Deadpool, I imagine. One silver lining is with fewer events going on conventions, or we would uh, do a lot of our events to visit uh, children's hospitals uh, on Saturdays. It's freed up time to work on other cosplays or work on props. So uh, just kind of the, the old question, do you fish or do you, do you cut bait? I'm cutting bait right now in order to have a more bounteous fishing expedition later. Yes. Um, so one, one thing that I've gotten to do, uh, which is really weird, is that I've been able to like come up with new cosplays and things like that. And I'll say like, hey, doing this charity event, if we raise this much money, I have a new cosplay to show you guys to introduce. And I've been able to still be able to do charity work, at least like the raising funds portion of the charity work um, and incorporate all of those new cosplays. So that's been a lot of fun. It, it's always nice to see other charity cosplayers because there, there's this, this passion and this utter joy in, in the cosplay charity community in particular that is just like, you can't even replicate it. It's, it's just, oh, it's so thrilling. <laughs> and I love the synergy. I, you know, it's fun to go out and cosplay by yourself, but when you can get Superman and Captain Marvel and Wonder Woman and Deadpool and you all get together and you're doing something good together, it, it, it's really great feeling. Yeah, it's empowering. I just realized it's like we're fighting for justice. (laughs) It's like a league of justice. I mean, (laughs) or a society of justice in America. Right. (laughs) No. Oh man. Oh, before I forget, uh, I I did want to mention something I completely forgot. Uh, So it's something that you'd mentioned way earlier and I was like oh I should probably say something but I don't remember words um so I recently on on my twitch channel I do monthly charity streams and one thing that I've noticed is by like doing the new cosplays and stuff like that we've been able to raise money for different organizations and actually just last week we raised twelve hundred dollars for bunny world foundation so it's been great to see kind of just how many people are still open to helping out the community despite the restrictions. That's fantastic. Fanex is very generous to our group and they allow us to have a, a booth at no cost. And we pose for tips and a hundred percent of what we raise 
goes to different charities we support. Uh, the last one we did was a uh, uh, crisis shelter for women and children. And we were able to raise about $700. That's amazing. I, um, I miss doing that. I miss cosplaying for a good cause. No, hopefully next year. As yeah. long as we do everything good now, then next year we'll be able to all hang out and, and help out the community again. I mean, people forget it took two years with the Spanish flu ec- epidemic a hundred years ago. And then once everything settled down, they still had the two major party conventions in tw- 1920. Yeah. It, it's going to be interesting. And, and seeing, I, I like to tell people like we learn. History doesn't repeat itself, but it sure does rhyme. So uh, a lot of the things that we are doing now to combat it is very similar to the, the steps that we took to combat the Spanish flu back in 1918. And so getting to learn from the mistakes and getting to learn from the things that were successful back then, um, it, it really translates to how we're responding now and and how we're able to take the steps that that we're taking now um, by learning from the past. Mm -hmm. So like using masks, using that distancing, being careful about easing restrictions. Um, Hopefully, hopefully, knock on wood, knock on wood. (laughs) (laughs) It translates well to here now too. So do you have um, any closing thoughts then about where you see cosplay in the future? Like I say, I am hopeful that things will get back to normal. I I think eventually we will have a vaccine. I think eventually we will get a hold of this. I think, as um, Ishaan mentioned, with um, Concred, it used to be just kind of an inconvenience. Hopefully it won't flare up and become something deadly. But I agree. I think uh, a lot more costumes with masks, uh, gloves, a little bit more social distancing probably wouldn't be a bad thing, especially for people who may be in an immunocompromised situation or have people close to them who are. Yeah, I I think as as a cosplay community, um, it's been amazing to see how people have adapted and overcome this to take a phrase from my own record days. Um, But it's been amazing to see people adapt and overcome to this pandemic and still be able to showcase their work and showcase their passion and their love for cosplay just in this new medium that is either virtual or social distanced. So I'm, I'm hoping that we can continue this progress and continue this together so that one day we can be at a convention and hug each other again. Hopefully that'll be STOV 2021. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, so Eric, if anyone wanted to follow you on social media, how would they do that? Sure. Um, my Facebook is Eric, E-R-I-C, Allen, A-L-L-A-N, Hall, H-A-L-L. My Instagram is E-R-I-C underscore a-L-L-A-N underscore Hall, H-A-L-L. And you can follow uh, the charity cosplay group I'm part of at Heroic Inc. Uh, that, uh, or heroicinc.org is our um, website. 
uh, and Heroic Utah uh, on Facebook and on Instagram. All right. And Ichel, if you can remind everyone where they could find you on social media. Yes. So it's varying versions of Mind Goddess. So on Facebook, it's Mind Goddess Cosplay. On Instagram, it's Mayan.Goddess. On Twitter, it's MayanGoddess underscore. And on Twitch, it's twitch.tv slash MayanGoddess underscore. All right. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast and talking about this. Glad to come by. It's always great to hang out with fellow cosplayers. Thank you for the opportunity. It was nice to meet you. Yeah, it's nice to meet you too. So once again, I'd like to thank my guests, Eric Allen Hall and Ichel Perez for joining me for this discussion about cosplay in the era of COVID. Um, So you've probably noticed if you've been following any of our social media accounts, either the Facebook page, the Twitter account, the Instagram account, we now have a brand new Reddit, which I'm not entirely sure what I'm supposed to do on Reddit, but we'll figure it out. Um, If you have been following me, you've noticed that I've added a link tree to the descriptions that's a clickable link. And to access that, to type that, it would be L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Promenade Podcast. And that will direct you to the links to the Facebook page, the Twitter account, the Instagram account, the Reddit account, the Promenade Podcast website. And it gives you the link for the RSS feed if you'd like to add that to your podcasting app. So once again, this is Robert Reyes. And I hope you enjoyed the episode. We will see you next week. And I guarantee that or your money back and your pizza is free. And your pizza will be coming from the pizza capital of the world, Old Forge, Pennsylvania. Why are they the pizza capital of the world? They have a sign that says they're the pizza capital of the world. That's why. So I will see you next week. Bye. (laughs)